that that's going to work. Right. And right, yeah. my dad's like, oh, it's a pipe dream. It's a pipe dream. Well, right. flash forward, uh-huh. senior high school, my cousin Echo and I were cast in this movie called North Fork um, oh. that Daryl Hannah and Peter Coyote, the Polish brothers, did it. Uh-huh. And we were there, and James was asked us what we wanted to do, and I told him the same thing. And he's like, well, he's like, not that you guys aren't talented, but... <laughs> have a backup plan. Mm-hmm. So right. we went to school, you know, we're like, okay, well, James Woods told us to go to college, so we might as well. And <laughs> we did. And it was, oh, he was a great guy. But then all of a sudden I had a comic book that came out and oh. then that same mm-hmm. year I recorded a song. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? This is what I'm going to do. I did it. I did everything. So now right? I got into LA and I got to make it real. And and um, I just, I kind of followed in the footsteps of the singer Tiffany, who was oh. another huge inspiration to me as a kid, mm-hmm. and someone who has, I've met her a few times, I've interacted with her, and she's been nothing but sweet and supportive. So I'm like, you know what, I'm oh. just going to gonna do it. And I kind of just did, and it was weird. <laughs> See? <laughs> but that's amazing. We always like to say, people ask us why we do what we do, and we always say, because we didn't know we couldn't. And that's yeah, great. Yeah, that's exactly it. I, I was never really told, no, mm-hmm. you can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think I just have this, to go back to this rainbow bright energy, so mm-hmm. people are, you know, they're not afraid of me, I'm very unassuming, I'm just kind of what you see is what you get, and they're like, yeah. oh, you're adorable. Oh, and yeah. So, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. So what continues to drive your music now? Um, well, I really wanted to to go with a story with this with this EP. I had written one a couple years ago that came out that was kind of, it was an accident. We just kind of threw it together and um, it was well received, but it was kind of, it sounded all the same. It was all this kind of, you know, West Hollywood techno dribble. Gotcha. And mm-hmm. so now like we had it and then we did the, the Unlock Your Heart, which is from that album. Mm-hmm. And um, had this huge party for it. It was great. Uh, Ronnie Cole, who was a tin man, threw this great big music video premiere party, which for me made me feel like a real celebrity. I was like, nice. there was a carpet, like all these people were there to see <laughs> me. And it was so cool. And then <laughs> that night, my agent and I were in a car accident. So oh, my goodness. Like, oh, no. Best night, most horrible experience. Wow. Total, this wow. drunk driver totaled my car. And <sighs> um, just so I, we had to, I had to stop because the goal was to go into a, another dance album and just do that. Well, then everything kind of got thrown up in the air, and in a way it was a blessing in disguise because it forced me to take a step back and start writing more and kind of focus on something that wasn't quite so club poppy, something that was right. more a traditional pop sound. And, and I wrote It With Love was the first song that I wrote for it, and then I mm-hmm. got connected with Wildcard, mm-hmm. who's the producer, and everything just kind of connected. And I'm, I'm really, really proud with how this whole EP came out. And it's just, it's a little story. It's a little, you know, it's a love story. And, and um, I'm, I just, I want to tell stories. So yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. very, very excited. Well, we encourage all of our listeners to go uh, check it out. Uh, check out the music. We'll be playing you quite often. Uh, Kenneth, what can we look forward to? What do you have coming uh, for us in the future? Any big well, I'm plans? Working, yeah, I'm working, actually working on a video for It Was Love. Um, we're Aww, shooting it yeah, next yeah. weekend. Um, I'm, I'm super excited about that. It. It's, it's the most favorite song of mine that I've, I've ever written. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, went, I was in Orlando uh, last summer, and I filmed a couple of scenes with 
um, an old boyfriend of mine who were still mm-hmm. really good friends. And I'm like, I just yeah. want to shoot some things and, and have something that I can kind of play in, you know, in the video as, as you know, these little romantic moments. And he did, and it was it was so much fun. So now we're doing the rest of the video, Aww. and I'm super stoked. They have a great a great friend that's uh, helping to produce it, and and yeah, and then the EP comes out on Tuesday. So that is awesome. <laughs> it's cool. I'm I'm like I can't believe it, and I I'm sitting here. I. Uh, it was my birthday yesterday. Oh wow! Happy, Happy birthday. birthday! Thank you, thank you. So we, my two of my best friends and I, just kind of hung out and mm-hmm. and had fun. And I'm sitting here with my pajamas, going, "I have an album coming out on Tuesday." <laughs> and I'm like, "What's my right. what's, what's going to happen?" How so. surreal! Also, I, I I have to ask is if I when I see this video when it's done, are you going to make me cry? Because the song know. can do yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> the song. The song was a very personal song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it was about a, a sad kind of song, which I didn't really think about when mm-hmm. I mentioned it last mm-hmm. time. Right. I was just like, oh, yeah, this is what it was about. And that everyone was like, oh, my gosh, that's so sad. Yeah. Right? Well, it's it, beautiful, it was, but sad. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was cool. But the video, it's... It, I don't think you'll cry. Um, okay. Well, but you don't know Jonathan. He will. <laughs> he, he will, though. That's the truth. Okay, maybe that's a, the threshold for tears with me is very yeah, low. Yeah. Very low. And it is a beautiful song. But it's what amazing. you're telling us is it might not necessarily follow the arc of what inspired the song. Yes. Yeah. The, um, the original concept was I was going to have um, the co-star. It, mm. was, it was something that I was planning to kind of show throughout time. Like there was, I wanted snippets from the 70s and, and things and mm-hmm. the 60s, kind of like a Vietnam kind of war. And the, oh, sure. the love interest was going to have gone off to war. And mm-hmm. then at the wow. end of the video, you didn't know if he had died or, you know, we right. were still oh, old right. together. Wow. And, and we were all just like, oh, my gosh, that's going to be a, you know, right. $1,000 video. Let's, let's pull it back and, yeah. and save that. But um, but no, this one, is it, it's just a sweet little love song and you'll see see the two of us just kind of walking around and yeah. being gomers because that's what we are. And, um. <laughs> Love it. So, you know what? We're looking forward to that. Definitely. We'll, we'll and be the posting EP it. on that's Tuesday. amazing, amazing, amazing. We will make sure to put up yeah. everything on our, on our social medias to send people your way. Yes, absolutely. Kenneth, thank you so much for coming on our show today and talking to us. It's been nothing but a pleasure. Right. And it's going to be Kenneth oh, Mogan two hours here as we play more of your music. So. Yeah. That's really what it is. Perfect. Well, thank you guys so much for having me. It means a lot. Oh, our pleasure. Good luck with everything on Tuesday. You're going to be great. <laughs> thank you. I'll, I'll talk to you guys soon. Okay, okay. bye-bye. Bye-bye. If you just tuned in, we just talked to the musician, the songwriter himself, Kenneth Mogan. We played a new single of his. It was Love in February when it first came out. Um, very interesting uh, uh, young man. I'm, yes, I, yeah. I have to say that because he's way younger than me. But... Uh, <laughs> um, but even fun music videos, and I'm excited that the new EP does come out on Tuesday. I'm sorry, it drops. It drops, that's on right. On Tuesday, and the we, video mm-hmm, soon, which mm-hmm. I'm excited to see. We will make sure you have all the links that you need to enjoy more yeah. music by Kenneth Mogan. He's a lot of fun to talk to. I'm, I'm glad we brought him back. We'll probably he, have him back yeah, you know, he says, well. he says that people call him adorable. I would. Right, well. he, he, is, is adorable. he is adorable. He's great. Oh, my gosh. Um, you know, we're going to listen to another one of his songs. Like you said, it is kind of a two hours here. Uh, hey, bring it. it. This is Unlock Your Heart by Kenneth Mogan. You are back with KYRS Medical Lake Spokane 88.1 and 92.3 FM, and this is Outspoken. 
And I love that video because in the end of it, they're uh, sitting on this beautiful rooftop looking at LA and it's glowing and LA has never looked that beautiful ever <laughs> in its existence. There was a little doctoring yeah. of the, no, we're not saying that LA isn't fun. Oh no, it has LA, beauty, great. but that was, yeah. Yeah, no, it was, it that was, was overdone. I love yeah, it. Yeah, it was very pretty. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, it had a pink glow, so <laughs> right, that, right, I'm, ju right. I'm just saying it's, it's pretty great. But you know what my <laughs> favorite part of that video is, is, is the hottie yeah. that gets out of the Tin Man suit at the end mm -hmm. and it's just in mm -hmm. his underwear. And, Another reason why, see, Kenneth is a guy after my own heart, is we just talked about how I write into everything where I get to kiss hot guys <laughs> you in the do, sitcom. You do, you do. Yeah, that's true. Kenneth gets to kiss the hottie, hottie model with the naughty, naughty body. Naughty, so, naughty, naughty body. naughty, and he can rely mm -hmm. on that body all he wants. That's true. But, um, so see, man after my own heart, Kenneth uh -huh. is... Kenneth gets it. And you know what? Tasteful underwear that they're both wearing. And yeah, at, the yeah. end, at the end, they're just sitting in them. Yeah, Shirts very and underwear tasteful. And it's very tasteful. Yeah. So, uh, go check it out. Sure There's going to be a new video like we <laughs> talked about next week. And uh, his EP is dropping on Tuesday. Yay, dropping on dropping Tuesday. On Tuesday. So love it. it so anyways, it yeah, we love, we love supporting um, the amazing... New artists that are coming up. It's why we started this new program where we we have new artists come on to our show mm -hmm. to introduce their new singles. I think it's fun to help promote them because we love it when people help to promote us. Exactly. Outspoken receives support from Northwest Fair Housing Alliance, a local nonprofit that provides education, counseling, and advocacy to help eliminate housing discrimination and ensure equal housing opportunity. Information available at one 800 200 Fair and online at nwfairhouse.org. Outspoken is funded in part by the Pride Foundation. For more information, visit pridefoundation.org. Outspoken receives support from Nine Bar and Bistro, featuring a full bar food menu and trivia on Thursday nights. Located at 232 West Sprague Avenue, more information is available at 509-747-1621. Outspoken receives support from Mediterranean Restaurant, Mediterranean-inspired cuisine, featuring fresh Mediterranean, Persian, and Northwest ingredients, serving lunch and dinner daily and brunch every Sunday. Located in downtown Spokane at 19 West Main Avenue, more information at 309-3116. Outspoken receives support from the Unitarian Universalist Church of Spokane, serving the community with a non-dogmatic religious environment, welcoming all people regardless of race, sexual orientation, gender identity, or physical ability. Information online at uuspokane.org or 509-325-6383. Yay, thank you to everybody who underwrites the Outspoken Program. We appreciate all your support. If you want to underwrite for us, just give the station a call and we'll help you get in touch with someone. Dial us um, up. Dial us up. So, we have some time. We do. Friend, we do. Before we uh, get into our main guest of the of the show today, yeah, and it's not like we have any really lag of what we of things we can talk about. So you and I, and, and here's the thing, yeah, we can talk about uh, probably food or any topic. Right. Dirt. We can talk about dirt for yeah. like for hours. It, yeah. Give us a topic. We're gonna we'll have talk. An, we're gonna have an opinion on it. On what it is. We and have an what opinion happens on dirt, when you apparently. lock yeah. uh, the boys in a van for four and a half hours oh, twice, goodness. Then, goodness, you, goodness. then that's what you get. Because mm. if you don't talk, Kurt turns on his uh, audiobooks. audiobooks. Yeah. And, and nobody no wants that. No, and nothing nothing <laughs> against audiobooks. I love a good no. audiobook. I love good topic audiobooks. But this this particular this was one. a very dry British reader. It was a very dry British reader. Talking about mm -hmm. dragons, but it wasn't like exciting. See, Kurt loves this Kurt book series. loves it, and I'm glad that he loves it. You and yes. I just were not into it. No, at no. All. We yeah. wanted it to be funny. And this yeah. is the horrible part. So then you and I want to make it funny. Yeah, so but we then make... Kurt is not appreciative <laughs> no. of that. He gets grumpy that we make fun of it. he's trying 
Dane yeah. Chu listened to his book, yeah. and the boys are being very rude. Yeah. And we're and we're just like, oh, good no six. Yeah, anytime he would say something we found entertaining, we would try to do it, and Kurt would be like, what was that? Yeah, just stop. It's like our you version of a British an accent. accent. We know, though. Yes. We know. <laughs> we did also discuss that everything in Australia was meant to kill you. It is. That's um, an Australia thing. But we also like discussed. It to, yeah, it destroy you. It, it was. Yeah, yeah, everything is designed to kill you. But we also discussed that your body is are also kind of just trying to kill you. I mean, yeah, with, basically with, everything with, with cancer and just random, you know, everything's trying to kill you. Yeah, aneurysms and heart <laughs> you're attacks, welcome. You know. I'm so glad we're having a positive uh, self <laughs> uh, self health coach. Uh, yeah, on the yeah, program yeah. today because we're here to tell you you're going to die and he's going to help mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. make that journey to death more enjoyable sounds like we need it yeah <laughs> sounds like we need it a little dark now um like... you you and i love the political talks we've uh, that's that's really what we've been talking about yeah. a lot recently how can you not how can you not uh just last week i think it was right after our show too um so it's been almost a week panama papers the panama uh, re- papers were leaked the so called as they're saying the so called panama papers so if you haven't heard if you've been living uh under a rock or really busy which i understand both yeah um you might not have heard is basic basically they leaked uh all the information of all the people who are storing uh, money in in tax havens and yeah, this is uh, a, in this Panama. is a law firm out of Panama. They're is, the yeah. ones that set up these kind of tax shelters. Yes, yes. Their yes. client list happens to be pretty high up. A lot mm-hmm. of government officials all around all the world. around the world, all not everywhere. just here. Yeah. The big leak was someone leaked the whole list. Yes, of their clients. It's one and a half terabytes of information. Mm-hmm. Now, now I saw a little uh, picture to put it in perspective. That's probably uh, one. Half of one percent of the WikiLeaks that happened, leaks, yeah, yep. and that was a big leak. So I mean, this Snowden. is a huge thing. It mm-hmm. took them, yeah, took them about uh, a whole year with 140 reporters sorting through it for the year to kind of get and through all of it. And here's the thing: so you have reporters going through it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we learned, of course, not shockingly, uh, that Putin himself wasn't a name on the list, but. Everybody Everyone around who him. surrounds mm-hmm. Putin, childhood friends of Putin, yes, are yes, all yes. named in this list. One of the big things in Britain that's going on right now mm-hmm. is their current prime minister, Cameron, is um, under a lot of scrutiny. He yeah. himself, and, and let me tell you, I think there's some people after him, yeah. because they had to dig a lot. And so far, what they have found is he really hasn't done anything. But there might be, right now, his grandmother gave him a gift of $300,000. Uh, equivalent, you know, U.S., mm-hmm. um, after his grandfather died, and they think that was a way to get around the taxes from inheritance. Gotcha. And I'm thinking, hmm. I feel like you're stretching as well, far as you possibly yeah, can. Uh, but here's the thing. I mean, there's a lot of reason to stretch because, I mean, not to stretch, but uh, to dig into it, because right now you don't, that could be the but 100% how, truth, and, you know? And here's the thing, though. Yeah. It could be, mm-hmm. but the, here's the key. When thing, papers like this get leaked, and I'm not saying it's not a good thing because you can find some pretty heinous things by, and yes. there have been some pretty heinous uh, in-your-face uh, mm-hmm. you know, laundering of money and, and getting around taxes by a lot of leaders out in the world. Mm-hmm. America should be happy. President Obama, none of our presidents were on the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are government officials from the U.S. on Lots the list, of them. but yeah. not... 
uh, our presidents, which is big because you're like, oh, great. Are we going to find? But right. here's the thing I, I say. Right. There's, a, there's a difference between, yes, we need to go through them, but there's a difference, I think, and this is only mm-hmm. preliminary as I just heard the report this morning on Cameron and about what's going on. Um, but what I would say is this can easily be used as a useful tool so that we might be better in, you know, hold our, our leaders accountable. Mm-hmm. And it could just as easily be used as a witch hunt to sure. get yeah, by yeah. the to, opposition to of a group. To point fingers at yeah. anyone you think is And, you know, that's suspect. why I'm like, I think you, you have to know where the line is. That right. we just went back 20 years to find grandma giving a gift. Okay, is that yeah. legitimate? Yeah, yeah. Because it was released by his opponents. Mm-hmm. And it makes you go... Okay, and I'm not saying I don't know Cameron. Mm-hmm. We don't. I'm not his bestie. We don't have tea. Well, and here's the thing. I think that yeah, that yeah, I see what you're saying. It can be uh, a big line, but the fact that you know a lot of people in the in the British Parliament, a lot of people in Europe, a lot of people in these government uh, positions mm-hmm. have been found on this list. So I don't think it's unfair for them to right now scrutinize you, right? Uh, because hey, if it was a gift from Grandma, it's a gift from Grandma. Fine, but if there's some. S- sketchy stuff behind it then right and i agree i just want us to be aware it can be a slippery slope and it it tends to be but Mm -hmm. this can also be really an amazing tool for whoever leaked it that we can actually get down to some things and maybe clear up some Mm -hmm. i mean and we all know it happens everywhere but why can we at least try to you know yeah well and you know i think it's uh it's important in 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 the worldview i mean there's a lot of prime ministers who are on there a lot a lot of them have now resigned um uh, but n- locally, you know, on a national level, I guess, uh, it's really important to, to look at this because uh, how many people voted uh, for stricter enforcements uh, on the Senate? How many people mm-hmm. didn't? You know, people who support it. We have to look at that, first of all. Um, second, we do know that there's a lot of people here who are fighting against these changes. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people here who are benefiting from them. Yes, um, we talked about that. that yeah. It is a... It's, it, and that's the There's thing. a lot of people in government. Yeah. That would benefit from let's just make this go away because yeah. we a lot of people in government like, you know what? Yeah, we talk about, you know, taking money out of politics, but mm-hmm. they're like, mm, mm-hmm. I really don't want it out of politics. I have that really nice house and I like it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. Because it, it's comfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I want to say uh, bring it to the Democratic presidential race. Bernie Sanders voted uh, against, you know, the the policies that made. It easier for Panama Papers to happen, or you know, mm-hmm. tax havens to happen. Right. Uh, Hillary did not uh, vote against them; she supported these policies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we see, you know, Bernie consistently says, "Hey, cut, cut, cut! You know, this out, cut out the tax havens. We need right. to uh, cut people going abroad. We need to bring it in, bring tax right. back here, and you know, uh, raise the taxes for the rich." So, you know, he's this really supports him a lot right finding right. out that this is happening kind of gives him a boost it is helpful that he whereas hillary on that list, so. exactly takes a lot of money she wasn't on the none of she our wasn't she wasn't on the list i'll be clear about side, that republican or democrat but you know uh, a lot of her supporters were well i mm. wouldn't say a lot a few there were a few i'm just gonna say that and um i think well, it's interesting know. how it comes at a time where you know we're fighting this thing and yes we do want uh to redo our whole tax system make sure all of that money comes back here because there was a lot of billions of dollars and mm-hmm. how much more, you know, with all that money coming mm-hmm. back to the U.S. under the tax law, we could fund well, every single one of plans that right. either side is offering. And for those of you out there who are thinking, why are we talking about money and politics? It has nothing to do with me. Let me bring money and politics mm-hmm. home to you. 
Yeah. Did you read, we talked about this, the story. Yes, we did. Where our very own Spokane City Council voted to give themselves a 44% raise Mm -hmm. to their salaries. Mm -hmm. Listen, the backing of this is saying there was a committee. The committee was put together to explore how other cities pay their city councilmen. And they worked for a year Mm -hmm. and they found that in their findings, we... We're 44% less of other cities. Mm-hmm. I think, obviously, as we always say, please go out and do your research yourself. Yeah. On the do. surface for please what do. you and I, uh, you know, just what we've read and the, and the information we know. All I can say is it still seems like a 44 And who's paying that? Yeah, right. Where's um, that coming from? That's I'm pretty the first sure question. that's going yes. from, you know... Right. I'm going to help with that. Now, uh, you know, I'm all for our city officials being paid a fair, fair yeah, and fair wage. good wage. I absolutely think that's smart. But, you know, to raise it, first of all, 44%, such a large, you know, increase. That's a jump. The last raise, I believe, was 4%. Yeah, exactly. What, you know, in, instead of doing a more incremental raise, you know, say, hey, well, over the next 10 years, over the next, you know, somehow years, we raise it. But also, you and I talked about this um, uh, over the last few days. And we said, well, if they're getting a raise, where, like, what have they done to earn it? What, how, yeah. We're not getting a raise. No. We're not, and you know, we aren't there things in the city that we still have not taken fund. care of yeah. that needs more funding? Mm-hmm. And so to do, I'm not, yeah, like you said, I'm not saying yeah. they don't deserve a raise of right. some sort. Right. But why is it f- such a large one? And I get that the reasoning, mm-hmm. but is that reasoning justified right. within our city? There, right. And the other train of thought on it is also... Mm-hmm. The city council positions in any city were never meant to be a career position. No. They were only created no, to be yeah. to allow citizens who are able to maybe they're retired. So and they and they want so they still get paid, but they have the time and they don't need a full salary to be able to participate in our city government. That's yeah. what a lot of people are saying. That's what it was originally intended for. This kind of goes mm-hmm. outside of that mm-hmm. because now you could actually, this could be your career. Right, I right. Mean, they make more than I do. Yeah, I'm not absolutely. saying it's a lot, but, <laughs> but it is more. And, and that's, you know, that's a really valid and good point. And I think, you know, we also have to look into, I haven't done, uh, you know, deep, deep scrutinizing or looking right, into right. Uh, the committee, how they found Me this either. information. Maybe. But, you know, if we're comparing Spokane to cities like New York and Seattle and San Francisco, well, of course, of course we're going to find a 40%, 44% difference. But if we're comparing it, you know, to cities like Boise, cities, you know, cu- closer to and our Mr. size. Mr. Grinkin. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to raise my hand. Mr. Right. Grinkin. Also, can we just say, why would we say we want to compare ourselves to bigger cities now when half the other time we don't want to be compared to bigger cities? Absolutely. You can't yeah. be, you can't we have hate w- in Spokane to be oh compared to Seattle, we hate but it, you yeah. can't hope to be treated as Seattle and right. then right. and then act like it's a horrible thing later. Well, You can't do yeah. both. You can't, absolutely. And I, you know, I want to bring this back a little bit uh, to, to when we raised our mayor's salary. He gave himself a raise, and then we had to, of course, vote on that. And, and then he took know, it down a little bit. Exactly. Tiny, 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 tiny bit. bit. But the fact that, you know, he basically wanted to be paid more than, like we just said Seattle's mayor. Yes. That's yeah. you know, that's where our city council's heading. And and it's not a city of the same size. No. And we're not doing the same policy things. No. We're and it's we not have the same job. We still need to fund. I'm exactly. Just saying. So, you know, you're right. We can't compare and ourselves one day honest. and not the next. I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. And we've talked to, to many of the city council people, uh, not about this issue, but in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them have been on this show. I have to say I was a little surprised that a lot of them would be so E- eager, eager right? to in do this without it, yeah. 
mm-hmm. uh, talking to the people. Right. And right. I was shocked because I'm like, isn't that, and I don't know, and someone mm-hmm. can tell me if there is, but there has to be a rule somewhere that for us to give ourselves uh, an X amount in a percentage of a raise needs the people's vote. Well, I feel like yeah. 44% is such a large percent. Did we not meet the threshold of what has to be given to the people? Otherwise, I'm going to get on city council and just give myself a 50% raise every year. Right, exactly. I mean, I yeah, feel like... I feel it needs to go to the ballot. Well, it does. It does. And I think uh, it's important for, you know, there's the 5,000 or however many signatures they need, they need to, to, get just to, to say, petition it to go the to the shit. ballot yeah. right on no, in November, which I think same thing happened with the mayor's raise. Mm-hmm. Same thing ha- should and happen here. Saying, what's also great about the process of putting something on a ballot, it gives enough time that both sides can stand up and say, this Here's is the why. thing. Yeah. But to have yeah. you have a conversation somewhere and I'm sorry if I didn't make it yeah. or whatever right. is not enough. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't care about what you tell me. It was. I need to hear both sides and think about it because that's a lot of money, right? And not that you guys aren't awesome people, but you know it's this is horrible. But this, mm-hmm. you know, you got to question it when um, who's been on our show before? Mike Fagan. Mike Fagan is like it, yeah. who is typically no more money in politics, and yeah. I don't know where he's like. Smaller, no, smaller. I'm good with it. Right. Exactly. And now I'm like, wait. If all y'all are in agreement, I think we need to look. We need to right. talk about yeah. this. <laughs> this is, this is some, some I'm a little stuff. nervous. Well, and I, that. you know, city council is we we haven't been able to fund our public transportation the last time it went on mm-hmm. here. You know, the three a point zero three percent increase in our taxes we said no to. Right. Uh, so. I don't know why you should be getting a raise if we couldn't even do and that. You know, we're we, obviously not okay with it. We can't even give our workforce a raise. We can't. Yep, we did you know not I mean? pass. So we can't under 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 good reason. We you and I right. were not uh, on board with it. I right. I, I know. I know. We so talked why about can't we underlying yeah. issues? Why can't we find a way to say, hey, Spokane deserves sick leave? Yeah, well, where's that? Yeah, and a raise in minimum wage that is a real, fair, good, right. complete. Coherent but we're going to say no to that yeah. to families who mm-hmm. don't make much over poverty yeah. level. But please let us. Ma- we want to make sure you make at least eighty thousand dollars over here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like it's not proportionate. It it is a symptom of what will come, which is politicians out for politicians. Yes, not for the people. Yeah. And I don't. I, we got to be careful of that now. Mm-hmm. You know we what do. I mean? We do. It's part of the whole scary. So, anyways, talk about money and politics. It it's does everywhere. come right down to your backyard. It does. So, if you don't start taking an active yeah. interest in what's happening anywhere, it's going to be a problem. And in the end, it's going to bury you. And that's why we always talk about the importance mm-hmm. of paying attention mm-hmm. and and looking at these things. The things we talk about that can make Kurt's eyes glaze over because the boys are going off again. Yeah. At, there are important things there, though. And this is an important election year, but every year is an important voting. It is. Every, every year, year is a, is right? important. Yeah, absolutely. You can't let them slip by because no, you, no. you know. We do want to remind happen. everybody, you could, and there probably is a few people out there who disagree with us, you're allowed to. Uh, we welcome you to. Or if you have a point we haven't brought up that you want to bring, you can always uh, go to our Facebook page. Out that's Facebook slash Outspokesman. You can watch the video because we're doing Facebook Live right now um, on that page. And you can also send us your comments on what we're talking about right now. Um, or you can tweet us at, at Outspokesman. 
Or you could always call. And if we can't get you on the air, at least Kurt will write down your comment and we'll say it. But we do welcome go. any show. We have something you're, you have a comment about. If we can get you on the air, we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. So you just have to call 509-747-3807. We welcome you to be part of the conversation, as we did last week. Yes. With the yeah, amazing. That was a lot of options for them to do. I, I, I want to no, give them everything. I know. I see no reason why people can't you no, know, go I on. We, we've given you Twitter, uh, Facebook. I do not either. Uh, and calling in. Let's, you know, let's take a tiny little song break. um, And then when we come back, we'll we'll talk a little bit uh, before we get Rick Clements on. I know. I'm excited. I'm I'm hoping he solves my life in in 20 minutes. Um, You know, I wouldn't. (laughs) I wouldn't bet on that. I wouldn't. Like a really good sitcom. Yeah. I know. (laughs) You mean life doesn't work like that? Ugh. That's horrible. But you know what? I'm sure there's going to be really positive things we can take. I have no doubt. No doubt. All right. Uh, So this is going to be a song called Fool for You by Zane. You are back with KYRS Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM. And this is Outspoken. We're having a good show. We are having a great show. Right. That's great. The... uh, Us and our voices. Uh, the day after a road trip for us is always quite uh, fascinating. Yeah. Uh, we did want to remind everybody to always tune in. If you missed a show uh, or you wanted to hear an interview, mm-hmm, you can all, mm-hmm. most of the time get uh, the <laughs> the podcast. No, you can always get the, the, podcast, the podcast the yeah. very next day on iTunes. Yeah. On Mondays, you can do it. So if you missed something, go back and now, listen to it there. If you missed all of last show's. Uh, la- last week's show, it was a very important conversation. Uh, you and I decided to do kind of uh, uncomfortable conversation, uh, is what we called it, and we dissected the black and white divide. We had some amazing guests in the mm-hmm. studio. We had we the did. current sitting vice president of the Spokane chapter of the NAACP. Uh, his name is Philip Tyler. And then we had um, the current editor, actually the editor and publisher of the Black Lens newspaper, the only African-American newspaper That's right. in the yes. Pacific Northwest, uh, Sandy Williams. And they, that was an amazing conversation. Had an amazing time. It was very, we got some letters afterwards that I found fascinating. Yeah. We've been doing the show almost three years now. And someone said, wow, it was nice to see you boys show a different side. Which is interesting because we haven't for a while. For a we've bit. done it, but yeah. if you're a new fan, you don't know that. Yeah. And so I'm glad that they thought that we handled it in, in a respectful manner and mm-hmm. in a way that they enjoyed seeing that side of us. So yes. see the boys, well-rounded gay men that we are, That's right. um, are very, very crazy and sassy and fun, mm-hmm. and but we're very passionate about certain things. And we can get down and talk about some very, we very can. important uh, things and so if you missed that show definitely go check it out it's called outspoken presents like you said uncomfortable conversations dissecting the black and white divide so yes more in our future yeah there as a will matter be a fact there's one coming up in june or july yeah and this mm-hmm. is this is an interesting one uh so we tackled uh kind of a little bit of the the racism issue um of course it's a conversation it's a conversation it's a huge. starter it's not everything we will continue doing more mm-hmm. Uh, next one, we want to tackle a little bit of the religion aspect, which I'm mortified of, right? Because yeah. let's let's I mean let's be honest. So it's at forty, it's a hot button for me, but mm-hmm. I can tend to keep my emotions somewhat. It depends on how combative. Right, you it can send you off. <laughs> oh yeah, oh. send you off, mm-hmm. and I can see it in your eyes like I'm calming down, but I'm not calming down. Right, right. But, hey, it'll be good. But, but be it's good. important to talk like that because yeah. why wouldn't you be there? With the experiences you've had in your life. Yeah. So aren't those still valid? So it's valid anger, mm-hmm. 
that hopefully and probably, I mean, and will be a, an even more valid conversation because right. it comes from reality. Comes well, so yeah, it, and exactly yeah. right. So we are not looking to blast religion, but we are looking no, no, no. to talk and be ha- be honest about mm-hmm. how we feel. And we're going to bring in, uh, you know, a minister, a local minister in town who is very pro LGBT rights. But we're also inviting the other side who thinks that we actually need to change and that we do not have the right yes. to call us Christians. Because let's face it, around this country, that is. Those are that is the conversation. Yeah. The RFRAs, Mississippi, North mm-hmm. Carolina, mm-hmm. all of these, Illinois, who kind of gutted theirs a bit, but is still on the books. Um, all of these things that are happening, and even more states, RFRAs, which, Sergey, I always have you remind people what they yeah, are. Yeah, Religious Freedom Restoration Acts. Yes, which basically tells me as a business, private business owner in the yeah. public sector that I have a right to tell you no. I'm not going to serve you because yeah. I know you're gay and mm-hmm. I don't agree with your gayness. And it really... It really offends my deeply held religious beliefs. Here's right. my thing. Right. Oh my gosh, I walk down the street and people offend me a lot of times. And I don't get to be like, yeah, I need you. You don't get to do anything this about This is it. my side yep. of the street and I need you to cross the street and walk over there because you are offending, you know, yeah. any number of beliefs that yeah. I find. Because it, isn't it arbitrary what we believe deeply? It, yeah. Isn't that an arbitrary thing? It should, and I yeah. will own what is important yeah. to me. And I, you. as mm-hmm. a big boy, can choose to be like, you know what, I'm... If I choose to have a business, my choice means that I have to Serve work within those, yeah. those yeah. rules. And if I don't like that because mm-hmm. it is too much, then you know what? I'm probably just not going to do that. Right. Exactly. Then don't have a business. Because it's, you know? it's called adulting. Adulting is hard. Adulting I'm is hard. not going to lie. So that'll be an interesting conversation. Now, I want to remind people, it's yes. a conversation. This yes. is not a debate. Nope, we don't nope. debate. We don't fight. It's we not about fight. a fight. It's about, a- it's about the conversation. And if you need reminded, go yeah. listen to last week's show, yeah. which was a great conversation about an issue that we need to talk exactly, about. Exactly. Yeah. And that doesn't mean we won't disagree. It but does not you know mean what? We we're we're willing to do those things. So I now know. so as we always say, we want you to continue to listen to the important things that we try to bring to you. Every week on Outspoken, we work very hard to do that. And that with no exception is this show. And we always try to uplift as well. And I know that's gonna happen with our next guest. Rick Clemens is a public speaker, podcast host, syndicated blogger, live strategist, and author of the new book, Frankly, my dear. I'm gay. About coming out later in life, Rick uses his work to help others step out of their closets and discover their uniqueness and confidence in the process. So without further ado, we want to welcome Rick Clemens to the program. Rick, are you there? I am, boys. How are you? Doing great. Hello, hello. How are you, sir? Hello, hello. I'm good. You know, I just got home from St. Mattress church so you guys got me up way too early on a freaking sunday for this that is my that's my favorite church though that is mine too and it's been really my favorite this morning because i've been (laughs) traveling a lot this week and i finally get to sleep in i'm like damn it i gotta have these guys come and help get me up but that's okay right hey so i'm excited so excited i've been listening to you guys actually i've been on the line ever since you guys started the show today and i've been laughing 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 oh Oh, thank goodness (laughs) because you know every time we start a show it could go either way so that's the truth i know and i and and now you know i was kind of hurt that you know you called out somebody else as being your favorite fan but of course we haven't met so i guess (laughs) i'm telling you i want that i want to be able to be that fan oh we love fans who strive to do that there you hey (laughs) yeah yeah, i'm I'm making this my mission 
You know, I've okay. already done okay. I've done the other mission. I've already written the book about helping people come out. So my next mission is to be you guys' favorite fan. See, because so. I was going to say, I yeah. read all the things that you do, and I was tired just reading the sentence. So I don't know how you have any energy to do anything else. And my husband says the same thing. So. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> well, let's get down to to the start here. I want to know, how do you go from the closet, married with two kids, to basically blowing the door off that closet and then being so open, writing a book, having the podcast, being a blogger? How in the world do you do you make that transition? Well, you just wake up one day and go, I think I'm going to do this. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. No, simple, really, yeah. <laughs> no, it, you know, it isn't that simple. Yeah, sure. Well, it is and it isn't that simple. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's this thing, and I know you guys get it, and anybody who's listening who has coming through those closet doors, you kind of know you finally just one day you go, okay, there's no more messing around. We just, we're going to do this. And um, I got to that space in my life where I was, I was pretty quote unquote happy. Mm -hmm. I had everything. I had a great wife. I had a beautiful home. I had a killer job. I was traveling all over the globe. I had two beautiful little girls. I say had, isn't that interesting? I still have two beautiful <laughs> children. They're not, you know, they're not, we didn't check them out when I checked out of the closet. Um, but um, I just wasn't happy. I was miserable. I was overweight. Um, I was actually kind of eating and drinking my way through life. Yeah. And then I realized, you know, this hiding who I am, and I was hiding who I was. I was a big big hoe all over the place with guys that were also pretending that they were straight men. They weren't really gay. You know, they were having sex with other men, but that didn't make them gay. And I had fallen into that path, you Mm -hmm. know, and, um, it just got to be too much doing the double duty and keeping the story straight and everything was Mm -hmm. more than I could handle. Yeah. And, um, I finally said, okay, Mm -hmm. this is what I'm going to do. And I never, you know, guys, the thing that was so interesting about this whole journey, and then now that I've done work with other people as a life strategist around this, it opens up so many other doorways in your life, you know, because you suddenly go, okay, this is the big thing. This is the big catalyst. And then, whoa, everything else started to open. I lost jobs and not because I was gay. I lost jobs Mm -hmm. because they were making changes in companies and, I finally found the stuff I was really passionate about in my work. And then I found passions in being an artist. And then I found passions using my voice, you know, as I do with my you know own show and everything. Mm-hmm. And it was like, wow, it really took the coming out process to begin to help me continue to come out in all areas of my life. Yeah. Well, well how did you find that voice, you know, that you talk about uh, and find the confidence to own, you know, your truth and be so public about it, be so open? Well, if I tell you, then I'm going to have to kill you. So. <laughs> See, that's why we record the show. I yeah. mean, it's, it's for protection. I know, I know. and I'm going, wow, we're recording, and it's FCC compliant. Uh, yeah, usually right. do what I love to do. But um, <laughs> so for me, how did I find my way there? Well, I have a confession. I have an inner black diva within me who she finally said, I need to come out. No, I need that you is to helpful. play full time. That is so helpful. And, um, yeah, she is. And her name is Lemonade Pop. Yes. She's my inner diva. Yes. And she's Love. also my assistant. And um, <laughs> literally, no, that voice was the voice. That, oh, that yeah. Voice okay. Who I am. Huh. And to just really just go, don't be afraid. Yeah. And the more I do that, and the more I step forward, and the more I allow her voice to show up in my life, 
the more I step fully into who I am, the more I'm my own unique self, the more I have the confidence to keep doing all these things. And yes, I have a crazy life. It is pretty <laughs> crazy when you go, okay, this morning, should I wake up and write books? Should I right. podcast? Should I go speak on stages? Should I be a father and deal with girl, my girls going through breakups right now? With yeah, boys? I'm yeah. Like, well, at least you have a gay father because you can really understand right. this breakup with boys. Thing, yeah. you know? <laughs> um, but it was a matter of, really aligning with myself Mm -hmm, and it's so Mm -hmm. key i think so many people when we go through these coming out journeys one of the biggest pieces of coming out is realizing you are going to align with your own personal values that spiritual journey of coming out is coming back to your own values of Mm -hmm. who you are right Exactly. Now, and I have to say, it helps you. I think everybody has mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. some uh, version of that inner diva, that inner, it's yeah. that inner strength, really. I think the reason gay men uh, are so drawn to those strong women is because we feel like they have, like, you know, women throughout the years have been oppressed so much that, and they have the strength that they're just going to get in your face and this is it. And I think it's that finding that voice. You have your inner diva. And I think if we all can find that, that sass, mm-hmm. you know, right. to stand right. up for now, our, who we are. Our inner queen. Now, mm-hmm. for our lesbian sisters, let's make sure. They don't have to have a diva. They can have their inner, they can have their inner Hulk Hogan. That's yeah, fine. Uh, yes. okay? It is equal <laughs> opportunity, no, strong no. voice. Yes, it is equal opportunity. And for yeah. our, our transgenders, we're going to let you just pick whatever works exactly. for you guys. Yeah. Because we know your, your journey is a whole different journey. Yep, so, right? Um, yeah, just find your voice. Yeah, though. and you know, I, that's it. You know, that's one of the things I've noticed because I do, because I do speak a lot and I speak a lot at colleges and universities mm-hmm. and, um, I have to say, I mean, I love I love the fight that we have gone through as a community for you know gay rights and all this stuff. But I have to, you know, I have to put a shout out there to our transgender brothers mm-hmm. and sisters and say, I I I just can't even fathom the fight they're going through right now because yes. it's such a completely yeah. different thing. And so many people, I know myself, when I first started speaking on panels where it was you know me and a lesbian and then a parent because I do a lot of work with people like. Oh yeah, and then we'd have our a transgender person on the panel. Mm-hmm. I had to wrap my own little, my own little homo head around this. I'm like, okay, this isn't like how I understand the world, and I had to get used to how they saw the world. And mm-hmm. there were a few times that a couple of my really beautiful transgender sisters, I couldn't. They kept saying, "Well, he, no way, she." You right. know, but man, their struggle right now is—it's a whole different coming out it story. Is. And I, it is, you know, it—it's it, something that um. I hope we can continue to really support them in the way that they need to. And right. I hope that our world begins to shift because they're about 30 years behind, I think, where right. we were. Exactly. Amen to that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, and you know, you, you bring up a, a good point, which is we all have, we all have issues in our lives. And one of the things you talk about is that we all have closets to come out of. Yep. And it's not just sexuality closets. But can you talk to us more about this concept that we all have closets? Of course. I wrote the book on it. <laughs> of course I could talk about this. You know, and it's interesting because now what I do talk about, I do a lot of talks in the business world around, you know, as entrepreneurs. You have a closet you're hiding in. Your closet is your cubicle. You yeah. really yeah. are caught in that cubicle closet, but what's aching and breaking inside your heart. Yes, I know that's a song, Aching, Breaking Heart. <laughs> but um, what's aching and breaking within you is this isn't where you're supposed to be. Right. And it's 
really amazing when I get in front of like this group of, you know, not just a group, but, you know, a group of entrepreneurs and I start to have this conversation and then I drop the gay bomb on them. Like, <laughs> so it's really no different than, you know, I was trying to hook up with people that I thought would just give me that instant gratification, right. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and suddenly yeah. look at yourself as an entrepreneur. You're hooking up with the thought to be an entrepreneur, but then you go away from it because, well, what are people going to think? And you hook up with it again. Of, I have this really, really great idea and I go explore a little bit, but oh wait, what if I don't have, you know, health insurance benefits when I go and try right. to be on my own? And yeah. then you hook up again. Right, right. Parallels are so amazing, and I feel really blessed that, you know, my big inner diva and my higher power inner diva have helped me find the ways to start to have these conversations on a much bigger level. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. That it's. Now, it's did that answer your question? <laughs> I want to make sure I yes. got the question. Yes. And uh, what it does is it really teases people. That you're gonna have to go buy the book because you want exactly. more. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Because because now I want to know more. I'm like, wait, what other closets are there? Uh, you, well, you, you know, know what's so interesting uh-huh. is I've had a lot of my heterosexual friends. Yes, those of you listening in our LGBT community, <laughs> you can have yes. heterosexual friends yeah. and be gay. <laughs> true. So let's, let's be equal opportunity people here. Yes, true. I've had true, a true. lot of them read the book, uh-huh. and they have come back to me and said, I know this is very gay coming out oriented, but man, when I read your book, there was so much in there that I identified with myself. Right. As a heterosexual Mm -hmm. of how I hid and continue to hide who I am. And you didn't even write it that way. It just gleaned it from you. So I had one good girlfriend tell me, and she's a ghostwriter, and she goes, I really want to take your book, Rick, and I want to rewrite it just for the, like, heterosexual community. Right. Because it it speaks to everyone. I I know I'm on to something. So, you know, in a few months when I'm really big, I won't have time to come back and be on the (laughs) show. Well, that's okay because we're going to get really big too. And so we'll just go together. I know. There you go. Well, you know, I think what we need to do, there's a whole tribe of us out here in the world. You know, a lot of us podcasters and gay radio people. Yeah. I think we just need to, we need to become our own Oprah. You know, I am there. Yes. We need our own network. Let's go. You're speaking our language. I know. I hate. I like. I like I Sam the Gay Oprah. There, but Logo's kind of, you know, they're doing their own thing. We need to kind of go find right. another way to do what yes. Logo hey, and there you go. Hear I am there. And, all that and we love you here, Media and Logo. We, we love yeah, you. oh yes, <laughs> I know. We work with them a lot. We do love them, but it's time. We're just going to go. Time. We need yeah. our own Gay Oprah network. It's on. There you go. I think, it, I wow. think that's what we need. Okay, done, okay, well, done so deal. We're going to get offline. We're going to talk about that. I don't <laughs> right. want to interrupt your show with that. But it's on. My people will call your people. Exactly. I'll talk to you, talk to your lemonade, <laughs> yeah. and then we'll get this thing going. So, Perfect. I right. love it. So now, Rick, Rick, you're known as the curator of uniqueness, and obviously you're you're a really great unique character. So how do you find that you know uniqueness in yourself, and how can others find theirs? I think it's it's much simpler than we want to think. Mm -hmm. The moment that we say, oh, somebody's going to think that's weird. Well, hello. (laughs) Welcome to your quirk. Now let's make that work, girl. Okay. (laughs) That's the thing, you know, that we need to own up to. I think so many of us go, oh, well, people think I'm weird. Well, the minute you think something's weird, I think you need to look at it a little bit closer Mm -hmm. because that's probably something that makes you really unique. Mm -hmm. And then, literally, I know that's my little, you know, make the cork work tagline, but you need to make the cork work. How can that work for you? I know I can be a a silly guy, but that's kind of one of my little quirks. I can go do this, and then, you know, what would be be really sad is for people to see what's going to happen as soon as I get off this show. Then I'm just going to crawl back into my little quiet introvert (laughs) cave and go back to work, right? 
Yeah. That's not true. I'm yeah. not really an introvert. But uh, <laughs> but I think it is those things. To your yeah. point, it's find those things mm-hmm. that, man, it, it may seem it's strange or it's mm-hmm. a little bit weird or, you know. And sometimes it's finding the thing that people keep saying to you, oh, you can't do that. Man, the more you hear somebody say you can't do that, that's right. something that's unique about you. Yeah. And now go figure out how you take that and turn it into something really powerful, really beautiful. Well, and to, um, to do that, it takes ahead. something else that you talk about, which is finding, you know, your confidence, finding self-esteem. And that because to to step out so bravely and to own your your quirks and your uniqueness, it takes that. So what are things that you, you tell people that help them? to build the confidence enough that they can step out on their, on their uniqueness? Very first thing is to be curious. You have to be curious in order to build confidence. You have to be curious about mm-hmm. what is holding you back. Not just go, oh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm not any good at that. Okay, why aren't you good at that? Or why do you have that belief that you're not good at that? And then keep letting that curiosity keep playing in your little sandbox of life. Anybody who quits being curious about things, they will never grow their confidence because they will have started to accept things as they are. Yeah, right, right. The more curious you get, the more bold you get, which then really there's there's four things that I talk about around this whole discussion of uniqueness and and finding your confidence. Number one is staying curious. Mm -hmm. Once you continue to be curious, you start to learn stuff. Well, guess what? The more you learn, the more you become a freaking LGBT walking encyclopedia. So go for right. it, own it, and be right. it. Right, know? right, right, yeah. But then as you get, begin to gain knowledge, not only about things in general, but as you gain knowledge about yourself and you open up to the awareness, and, you know, I'm going to throw that lovely M word out right now, and no, it's not that, you know, what <laughs> we do when we're all alone with our sexual organs, M word, it's a different one. <laughs> it's that mindfulness word. And there is a lot of talk about mindful, but the moment you start to be mindful about, wow, my curiosity is leading me to places, yeah. it helps you become curious. So that's the second C in my little little group of four Cs. Because I think curiosity mm-hmm. gives you the opportunity to know what you can learn and, and things that you can take in. Now yeah, you got to start yeah. getting some courage to go, I'm going to own this. Okay, So that's, that's a piece of it, but you got to start building up the courage. The third C is the commitment. I'm going to I'm going to commit that this is my thing, that this is my groove, it's my quirk that I'm going to make work, and I'm going to stay committed to being me in that, which once you have those three Cs, then that's where your confidence finally shows up. Nice. Wow. Makes sense? Yeah. So really, it's not as hard as people think it is. You just have to... You just have to, yeah, just have to know what to do and do it. Settle down and, yeah, and do it. Rick, you help people... Well, I think the other thing, too, is to say to yourself... Yeah. How, how important is this to me how important is this to Mm -hmm. me to be confident and the second question is why is this important Mm -hmm. in in my entrepreneurial world there's a and i'm not just saying you know because it's entrepreneur but he's one of them he's one of the greatest entrepreneurial figures right now his name is simon sinek and he wrote a book start with why Mm -hmm. and it's amazing uh, that um, I take a business book, and this is one of my quirks, but I make work. I take these business books, and I go, okay, now how can I make this a gay life coaching thing? Right. You know? And I always have my clients that are coming to me, whether they're coming out of the closet, whether they're having relationship issues, mm-hmm. whether you know they're the line of gay men going, but the apps aren't working. I'm not finding a husband. I go, well, then you need to read my friend Simon Sinek's business book on Start With Why. 
Right. Um, yeah. And then they look yeah. at me and like, oh, really? I have to read a book? <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> you have to do this. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not online and it's not an app. Sorry. It won't <laughs> be there sandwich between grinder scruff and, you know, growl. Yeah. Yeah. You lost me. No, just kidding. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. Physical but, book. It's, you know, it's I think do, it's yeah. important to start with why. You yes. have to understand why having confidence is important to you and it can't be the first thing that comes off the top of your head you know yeah. as soon as somebody says, well because of this i'm like okay but let's go deeper on that right yeah. get right. really deep with why having confidence is going to improve your life bring you happiness make you feel better about yourself whatever it be you you've got to start with those bigger questions sure exactly. well you have you have so much advice and you know these uh these things to talk to people to teach them what is uh the most common question they come up to you uh and ask you uh, after listening or after reading your book? Typically, it's, you know, how do I do this in five minutes or less? Right. <laughs> I'm sorry, this quick, isn't a yeah. quick hookup. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. in all seriousness, one, one of the ones is, you know, I'm really afraid to make these moves. How do I get right. the courage to start doing this? And mm-hmm. when they ask that question, I... Because coaches are really good at this. That's life strategies and coaches. We're like, we're really good at deflecting a question with a question, but it's a really <laughs> powerful question. Yeah. And the question I always go back to them with is, you know, if they say, I'm really afraid of doing this and I'm not sure how I can do this, I say, if that fear was not there, could you and would you do it? Yeah, wow. Wow, that that's a piercing question. Yeah, we actually we just talked about that this this past weekend. Yeah, which is yeah, if it wasn't yeah. stopping you, if yeah. there wasn't anything there, and you yeah. could do it, what would you do? What would you do? Yeah. Wow, and and it's it's one that some people take kind of lightly, and when I hear that starting to happen, I'm like, okay, let's get you serious. We right, need to get you really truly serious here. Yeah. Right, yeah. but a lot of people that fear, and the fear is the thing for all of us. I mean, mm-hmm. every one of us, we can't avoid it. It's the thing that's going to keep us in that little jail cell. It's the mm-hmm. thing that's going to keep us shackled. Yeah. The other thing, too, that, that goes right along with fear, and man, I wish I so I'm going to just say, I, I want to say the B word that sounds like hitch, but I can't because oh. we're on the radio. But <laughs> um, the other one that's always going to be there, and sh- that, that hitch, you know, that B yes. hitch thing mm-hmm. is uncertainty. Yeah. Uncertainty is always going to be there. There is yep. no we. I don't know from the moment you guys and I get off the show today, to if I walk out of my beautiful little home studio here. I don't know what's going to happen, but this is part of our human condition. Yeah, when we can sure. embrace that yeah. uncertainty is always here, no matter what. Then we can start to move forward. That is, and that's so that hits way too close to home. That is actually very. Uh... Very true. And let's face it, like you said, life is hard. Well, I, I will do offline, then we'll get off the show. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I will. You just don't, you did the perfect thing for a coach when a, when a coach hears, well, that's a little bit too close to home. <laughs> right. then we need to have a conversation. Right. That is a conversation. <laughs> well, I, I think he walked right into that one. <laughs> right. Like, right. No going around the detour. <laughs> you know, I love it. Sign being held up. It's like, you just walked into that girl. So, hello. <laughs> it's right there. Well, you know, one of the things that we just have to accept is that life is hard and adulting is rough. And staying positive through all of that can be, you know, a real, real challenge. So can you tell us what can people do, our listeners do, everyone do? What do you do to keep your head up in those kind of more challenging times? 
Well, I always have my bottle of wine right next to the bed. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> if, if that um, won't do it. You yeah. know, this is really interesting that you asked that question um, because I just did this with my daughter a few hours ago. She's going through a, her first really big breakup. Oh. And she texted me and said, I keep waking up sad. What do I do? Oh. And I mm. said, you get to choose not to be sad. Everything we experience, we get to choose. Now, that's a bigger concept for everybody kind of thinking. It's like, really? Yes, you get to choose your thoughts. You get to choose if that thought that's going through your head is going to be the thought that keeps you mm-hmm. spinning and cycling and spinning and cycling down the spiral. Right. Or do you choose to say, that's a thought, and I'm going to choose a different thought? So one of the things I do with a lot of clients is, what's the thought you're having? Mm-hmm. And what's that feeling you experience because of that thought? And then what's the behavior that follows once you have that thought, that feeling? What do you do with that? Right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Give me that wow. little sequence. Yeah. And then I say, okay, great. I understand that because you know what? You're a mess. <laughs> no, I don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I say, I get it because you know what? Most people that would be going through what you're going through, depending on the situation, they probably have the same feeling or you're human. You know, it's not surprising given what you've just shared, blah, blah, blah. So now let's go back and let's talk through this. And I want you to come back with, Take that thought, and what's a different thought you would like to have that's more uplifting or positive and doesn't have to be like Tony Robbins going to change the world. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Come back with a whole different thought that Mm -hmm. just kind of shifts things for you slightly. Right. Typically, they come back with a completely different thought. Yeah. And then I say, now what's the feeling you're experiencing? Mm -hmm. Well, I feel happier, I feel lighter, I feel more motivated, whatever it may be. Yeah. And then based on that, what's the new thing you'd rather do? What's the new action? What's the new behavior you'd rather experience? Right. See, it's amazing that that little three-step sequence mm-hmm. changes so much. See, and this to me uh, resonates therapy and especially cognitive behavioral therapy. Uh, one of our uh, sex, we call him our sex doctor, uh, Damon Jacobs, talks a lot about that. Do you do you implement uh, elements of therapy like that into you know coaching quite often or? Uh, is that just a specific instance? Um, I do it quite a bit. So it's interesting. Coaching is so, you know, people go, well, coaching sounds like therapy. Well, mm-hmm. yes and no. The difference mm-hmm. is my role as a coach is I'm asking you boys. So, you know, yeah. I'm saying, hey, yeah. guys, where are you? Where would you like to go? Right. Yeah, I realize a therapist may ask that same question. The difference is once I know where a client wants to go. So let's just say, you know, the the mile long of gay men that's standing outside my office right now looking for a good relationship. Okay, that's around the globe. I've got lots of work ahead of me this week. Mm-hmm. But they come in, you know, I really want to have a more richer relationship with a guy. Mm-hmm. Great. When would you like to have that by? What does that look like? How would it feel once you have that? Yeah. Great. So now we kind of have some framework. So what are we going to start doing? When when someone walks out of my session, which most don't walk out because it's over the phone, so when they you know, <laughs> hang up, whatever, they have, yeah. and most of it, sometimes, you know, maybe they can't even walk out. They can't even hang up the phone. They're just like, okay, so I'm the, you're the IV drip for me now for the week. No, I'm not. <laughs> I have to get on to other people. Sure. But yeah. um, it's, the goal is I want to keep them in active forward motion. So when someone comes out of a session, there are action items they're going to be working on. There are, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they're going to be doing some writing. Maybe they're going to be filling out some exercises that I've done with them. They're going to be challenging themselves. So like right now I'm working with a guy who is kind of one guy, one of 
several that is coming out of the closet from being married. And his wow. activities this week are to write down everything he's afraid of, everything that he can think of that he's afraid of that's going on for him as he's considering coming out of the closet mm. so that we can start to bucket it into buckets of mm-hmm. this has to do mm-hmm. with career. This has to do with family. This has to do right. with friends. This has to do with finances. This has to do with my own physical health. This has right. to do with my own fear of, can I even be this gay guy in the gay culture? You know, I, I'm having him do all this. So it's about forward momentum. They're kind of held accountable to come back that next week with stuff done. They have to send stuff to me so I can kind of look at it. Mm-hmm. If they don't, we look at that. So what's the reason you're not doing this? Because there's always something behind the reason somebody does stuff. So in my sessions, we're forward momentum. That's what we're all. And I'm not saying therapy doesn't do that. Right. It's just, right. There's task oriented, goal oriented, we're yes, achieving sure. steps sort of stuff. Sure. Exactly. Okay. Now, as you know, this live strategist, you are, are you are outspoken's guru for the, you know, for the morning. Tell us, what do you think when you look at people and you've you, and all of your clients and all of your experience over the years, what do you think the one thing we do to sabotage ourselves that you think if if I could help everybody get away with get away from this one thing, it would it would do so much good. What's that one thing that we all do? We don't own our unique space in the world. Mm. We don't own it. Mm-hmm. We don't own that being gay. In fact, I'm getting ready to write an article about this. Being gay means you're unique. If you don't right. own who you are, and I mean, when I say own it, I mean, I mean, do mean own it like Diana Ross in the Supremes. You need yeah. to own <laughs> Love it. Yeah. that piece of you. Because when you can own yourself and own how you show up in the world, we won't be talking about confidence on a regular basis. Will you have self-doubt? Of course you will. Mm-hmm. But when you mm-hmm. own who you are and you don't let anybody shake that, you know, you, yeah, yeah, it's going to happen from time to time. But I mean, when you don't thrive in that down under space of, oh, I'm not good enough, not when you can step above that, man, you can do anything. You can move mountains. And that's the wow. common thread. Wow. I mean, I coach people who are gay and lesbian. I coach you know, transgenders, people coming out, people not mm-hmm. coming out. I coach entrepreneurs. The gamut. And when I finally sat back about a year and a half ago and said, okay, I love my gay brothers, but they're wearing me out. Yeah. <laughs> and I do love them. I love them. Yep. Guys, yeah. I do love you. I want you. Please come to Papa Rick, okay? Yeah. But, um, I thought there's something else. There's something interesting going on. Yeah. And I started looking at all my different clients. You know, there's a common thread here, and that's when I started to go, "Oh wow, it's this interesting thing to do with confidence and owning uniquely who you are. What does huh. uniqueness look like to you?" And I'm like, "There's the common thread. People are all suffering with this piece of I don't have confidence, and I'm afraid to say this is me. Yeah, you know, wow. this is who I am, mm-hmm. and to own that space, exactly. to really own it. And I want to make sure the people listening, this isn't like okay. I'm going to hold this sign up and say, you know, this is who I am. You don't have to go to that place. But what you do have to go to is that place of, I own me. I own who I am in my own way. Just like coming out. You know, when clients ask, we're working on the company. So how am I going to do this? Where's the handbook? Well, I'm sorry to tell you there ain't no handbook about coming out. Now, we all do it. And we all make it happen. We all actually do it at the exact same time when we're ready, but there is no magical handbook. Well, there's no magical handbook to getting confidence and owning uniqueness. Mm -hmm. What it is, the magic is when you go, oh yeah, I own myself. 
I own how I show up in the world. I own how I want to be present and able to be and stand in my own power. That's the key. Wow. Well, you know, a lot of our listeners call this our, uh, you know, we're taking people to church. You just, you just you took, took us, us to, to church. church. Wow, that <laughs> and that uh, is so My deep and, and real. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I love it. Uh, Rick, we both of us were doing research, obviously, uh, you know, in the last week, kind of kind of preparing for this. And we stumbled across something that <laughs> caught our eye. And we, we just we had to, to ask, uh, you had uh, two confirmed Guinness World Records. What's the, what's the story with that? Oh, you know, I don't know if we have time for that. No, <laughs> we do. Um, so this is this is one some of my most yeah. proudest moments. Actually, oh, good, I, good, I yeah. go to a really cool event in Portland called. Okay, so all your gay listeners are going to be like you know, scrambling off the phone as soon as I say this. Right. Like, okay, I'm going. Um, I go to this really cool event called World Domination. Summit. No, it's not a kinky BDSM thing. I'm like, I have a bunch of, I have a bunch of bear friends that are heading yeah, there right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all heading over there right now. The right. whole, the whole, you know, everybody would be conning, going, okay, what was that? Risk <laughs> yeah, risk? where was the that? World Domination Summit. Yeah, awesome, awesome event. It's um, Chris Gillibu. In fact, I just was at Chris's new book. Uh, he just launched a new book called Born for This. So, yeah, I'm plugging Chris. Um, but. It's a cool event where world shakers, um, entrepreneurs, people who are really doing some amazing stuff come for this event in Portland. Hmm. And Chris is a really cool guy. He wrote a book. His first book was Our, uh, The Art of Nonconformity. So he's kind of already playing in our world, even though he's not gay. And he loves to do unusual stuff. So every year at the event, they, they try to break world records. So. Hmm. First year that we were there, we broke the world record for the longest yoga chain, which a yoga chain oh. is you start to do a yoga move, and then the person standing next to you does that move, and the next, and the next, and the next. I think the number of people was 836. Oh, my gosh. Like that. Wow. Um, one person starts this thing. So it's kind of like you know the football waves in the stadium. Yeah. But we did this yoga move, and then the whole thing goes, and they came around. I think we did eight or ten different yoga moves. So that was wow. the first world record. Wow. Nice. Wow. This one, this one was really fun, and this will appear. This will. This one will appeal to all our gay brothers and sisters. But I'm going to say our gay brothers mm-hmm. <laughs> because we like to hop around in bed, <laughs> and and all the bears will love it because it involves food. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We broke the record for the largest breakfast in bed this past year Fun. i think there were awesome. 650 beds set up wow. in the square in downtown portland and here's the fun part there were four people to every bed nice oh, yay. So yeah we showed up in our pajamas we got served breakfast in bed and oh, wow. um then chris and team donated all the beds that they got from ikea they donated them to local Charities and then homeless shelters and everything. Wow. That is so, so we did actually awesome. broke a whole bunch of records that last year. We did a lot of crazy stuff. That's was, amazing. Uh, your anniversary. That's oh, so fun. That yes. is so <laughs> fun. Yeah, it's very fun. It's an awesome event, and um, I love it. I'm going there this year, so we'll see what kind of world record we'll break this year. Nice. No, I didn't. I didn't break the world record for being the coolest life strategist on the planet. I'm still working on that. I was going to say yet. I think the key word is yet. (laughs) Yet. Right? Because you have to, hey, I have have taken notes. 
Huh? You guys are working on being the coolest radio host. So right? Hey, we're in good company. Because I was yeah, going to say, I've been go. taking notes, and one of the things you said in this interview alone is you got to stand in your power. So stand in your power. See, we listen. And no matter, <laughs> no matter, you know, to stand in that power, just find that right, that right pair of heels. I'm telling you. That's right. You get the right pair of heels. That's Jimmy Choo's, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Jimmy Choo's, you know. Right. Manano uh-huh. Blonics, whatever. Exactly. Uh, well, whatever it Carrie. takes. Go, go, go ask <laughs> Carrie Bradshaw. She can help you find those. She will do it. Rick, thank you so much for joining us today. We had a blast. Uh, our listeners had a blast, I'm sure of it. And uh, we, we had, it was nothing but a pleasure. And we're going to put up on our, all of our social media craziness. We'll remind people that they can uh, get more about you from rickclemens.com. And also, go pick up the book. I know it's available on Amazon because I was there earlier today. Yep. So look up Rick Clemens and the book, Frankly, My Dear, I'm Gay. When is your podcast out? Like how many times? When can it, people go grab it? They it just comes subscribe out every, every Wednesday. It's out every Wednesday, um, bright and early at three thirty in the morning. My little my little diva gnomes get up early in the morning, <laughs> and push all the right buttons, and they release that little podcast to the world. So uh, and it's so much fun. I, I had tried to have a lot. Of, I I do have a lot of fun with the podcast, and we do have some serious stuff. But um, yeah, yeah, some great people out there. Some um, really awesome people have recently been on, and um, we got more awesome people coming up in the days. Actually, this Wednesday, this coming Wednesday, um, April thirteenth, right? Yeah, April thirteenth mm-hmm. is the podcast where I talk about my book. So you might nice. get some interesting insights about the book this week. So, That's um, awesome. Everybody, check it out. Remember, and you guys have been. Go ahead. You guys have been so awesome. I love oh, being on here with you. Thank guys. you. Thank so you. So I have a little, one last little dirty yes. secret to tell you. Ooh, okay. ooh. I was going to say this at the very beginning. But we love it. Don't tell my parents I'm in town because my parents don't live too far from Spokane. So. Oh, are you not serious right now? That's I'm awesome. Dead serious. My That's, parents live wow. in that little, little tiny Idaho town just across the border in Coeur d'Alene. So. Oh. oh, no way. Okay, well, yeah, we're going to go have brunch mm-hmm. with your parents. Yeah. And then- <laughs> oh, God. They would die. They yeah. would die. Trust me. <laughs> that is awesome. Well, thank you, sir. We're going to keep being close touch with you, my friend. Awesome. You guys so- are so much fun. And I think. I think now it's time for me to reciprocate and have you guys come on my podcast. Hey, okay, would, deal. It's to. live on the air. Yeah. Deal. Yeah. <laughs> See you are, right now. Yeah. We are there. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks so much. Thank you. Uh-huh. You have a great day. Remember, if you have just found a quirk in you, remember what Rick Clemens says. He says, welcome to your quirk. Now let's make it work. So it. great quote. Um, really nice guy. We are so okay. So in the middle of that conversation, I keep saying, I keep feeling like we kind of have the coolest job. Yeah, right. Because all the people we get to meet and talk to, and people who do what you and I love, which is self work, and yes, how do we get to be more awesome? How do we get to be? And more how awesome? do you get to True. own your 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 future? And I love it. So Rick Clemens, please check out rickclemens.com. Lots of great stuff from mm-hmm. him. Um, I think there's a lot to learn. And then check out the book. I think there's there's a lot of amazingness that we can all create. And as it's people. called, Frankly, My Dear, I'm Gay. I love it. I, lo- I love Perfect. that title. It's uh, it's very whimsical. Um, now, uh, now that we've talked to Rick Clements, great interview, we are awaiting a call from DJ Pornstar uh, to talk about 
his song that we're going to play on the it's air a new here. single he's going to announce on, on Outspoken. We appreciate when all those artists come out and do we that love for that. us. Yeah. We want to show a little love because they're showing us love by playing it. Yeah. Um, so he's going to call in just a few minutes. He called a minute ago and we said, hey, hold off because we're having too good a conversation. Yeah, but I, we will make time for you. Happens. Just call back. Yeah, right. So, um, yeah, it's well, just too fun. And we were going to talk to him uh, earlier in, uh, in the month, but, you know, couldn't really make it work but here uh we're gonna make this work today it's exciting i love when they call in like that and uh talk to us i mean of course we had kenneth mogan do the exact same thing earlier he introduced his single that was released nationally on our in show february yeah in february yeah that was so fun. i'm excited we love doing yeah. little things like that i i mean as long as you have an airwave and you guys are willing yeah, to listen not? to us right. we'll do it. yeah and plus it's fun we love to spotlight good talent so um and you know what uh and uh, when your name is dj porn star yeah the boys want to talk to you we do That's yeah <laughs> and go look at pictures i, I think go he actually pictures, was yeah. a porn yes, star. so yeah there you go so, go. Mm-hmm. so we're gonna let him There's come on the, the show in just a second he's gonna introduce the next song that we're going to take a quick break for, mm-hmm. we're going to let him tell us what it is, why it is, and we're going to go right to it. We are going to go right to it. You know, man, it's been a really packed show today. I love, love it. Those. I love these things that we're doing when we, uh, gets, you know. Gets us back in the groove. It gets us right back in there. Uh, we had a packed weekend and coming back to a packed show. So there's no, ain't no rest for the wicked, right? Mm-mm. Work we, tomorrow. And we are pretty wicked. Yeah, exactly. Uh, just a little bit. Oh, yeah. But actually, he is on the line right now. We are going to bring to the airwaves to announce his brand new single. We're very excited. We're going to welcome DJ Pornstar to Outspoken. How are you, sir? Hey, how are you? Hey, we're doing really great. Thank you so much for taking time to announce your song on our show. Of course. Yeah. I love it. Go ahead. Let's uh, let's hear about uh, yeah, Earth from here. What's, what's it about? What's... Uh, the inspiration for it. Well, this track was written. It's definitely a summer dance track. And Ooh, I just love it. Yeah. You know, wanted something that made people think about uh, what it's like to step outside of themselves, step outside of, you know, the day to day grind and, um, you know, um, just kind of take a look back down at the earth and, and see where we are. You know, yeah. it's a beautiful yeah. place to be and enjoy life. Now, where can people who are listening now, let's say they're going to listen to the song in just one second, and they're like, oh, my God, this is the coolest music I've heard in forever. Where can they go find more of your music? You can go to Beatport.com, iTunes, Amazon. I have podcasts on Podomatic oh, yeah. that you can listen to for free, Cloudy, Mixcloud. Nice. Wow. They're everywhere. Our so, kind of guy, because we yeah. get on everything we possibly can, exactly. and that's how to do it. How that's do how it. we do this. <laughs> so go ahead and introduce this track, and we're going to get right into letting the people hear it. Awesome. Well, this track's called Earth From Here by me, DJ Pornstar. Check it out. You are back with KYRS Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM, and this is Outspoken. And that was DJ Bornstar. He did come on the airwaves to announce the single, which is always a lot of fun. Um, Go check out more from him. He's talented. He does great music, and he's not bad to look at. Yeah, exactly. And And you know what? That was great dance music. That was very summery. Actually, great dance music. uh, I love love the variety of music uh, we get from 
all these people. So, I hey, know. if you missed all of our show or just caught the last part of it, uh, don't worry. Uh, you can check it out. Uh, we, we put it up on iTunes. But we had a great, great show. It was fun. And even we learned things. You know, we're lucky. We, we get to talk mm-hmm. to some amazing people. Um, and it's fun, a life coach coming on. And we are yes. lucky enough that he gives us some really cool advice that he also gives to you listeners who tune into the show and that we even get something out of it. We, yeah. You know, I yeah, love that he was right. like, you got to get past the fear. And, you know, we are always doing something new. And there, we talked earlier about we're so shooting true. the first so show true. on Sunday. Yeah, right. And <laughs> one of the things is we have to, I'm like, oh God, it has to be good. And now, yeah, now and we Kurt, find out maybe there needs to be some rewrites. Exactly. Kurt but you do it. You just, you just got to step out, mm-hmm. step yeah. out and do it. We want to remind everybody what's coming next week for you. Uh, we have back. To the show, Johnny McGovern, the man himself. Hey, Queen. Hey, Queen. Love him. Um, it's, of course, yep. everybody knows years ago, about two years ago, we did a lip sync to one of his songs, The Gayest of All Time. Um, his show's and, still going yeah. strong. And we're he loved that. So he, you know, of course, he's like, hey, guys. Right. I'm gonna, he's I'm gonna come back. so much. Mm-hmm. We might be playing some games with good old Johnny McGovern. You know what? I we, think we should play games. I do. And we're going to just get back into what's going on for the new season of Hey, yeah. Queen. And yeah. uh, he's too much fun. He is. I'm the not gay, gonna lie. He's the gay lumberjack. I he is. He is my kind of lumberjack too. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Johnny McGovern. He's a fun one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and him. then uh, of course we're also going to be doing Doctor Damon. Yes, which means maybe people should uh, yeah. write some. Qu- Do you have some questions for him? Hey, it can be relationship questions, just re- dating questions. Mm-hmm. It can be sex questions. Um, it can all be anonymous if you wish. Uh, if you would like yeah. to call in and talk to Dr. Damon live, mm-hmm. uh, he's not a real doctor, just a doctor on outspoken. That's uh, <laughs> If you would like doctor. to talk to, he is a relationship and sex therapist, though, out of Manhattan. If you would like to talk to him live and you have a question, you can do that as well. Just send us an email and let us know. Yeah. That's what you want to do. You mm-hmm. can send an email to our producer, the Curter himself, producer at hotmesssunday.com. All questions. We pick All the best questions. five. Now, we give them to uh, our man himself. We Damon do. Jacobs. I had uh, one of my friends, a listener, uh, message me on Facebook and ask, hey, so this is an LGBT show. He's mm-hmm. a, a gay sex therapist, HIV up. thing. She was like, can I ask a question if Good. I'm in a straight relationship? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Any relationship. It's a, it doesn't matter. Doesn't, doesn't have matter. to be gay. Doesn't have to be straight. Doesn't, doesn't have to be, to be anything. Doesn't have to be. You right. just have to have a question because you don't even have to be dating no, to ask a question. Right. You can say, "Hey, I'm interested," or this or this. And qu- listen, if you've listened is. to the segments, mm-hmm. he comes on our show every month. Yeah, you know he's very easy to talk to. He is. He gives you answers that you can totally grasp and understand and put to work in your life. Mm-hmm. And I have people tell me all the time their favorite segment is when we have Damon Jacobs on. So, hey, be sure to send in the questions. He wants Please to do. talk to you. Yeah. We want to hear from you. And, you know, and let it'll help you out, too. Exactly. And it'll be fun. You know, we on Outspoken love to have our fun, and we love to have good conversation while we do it. So uh, come join us next week while we continue to do all of our Outspoken things. <laughs> <laughs>